Hello and welcome to another episode of Octal FM Soundbite. I'm Sefran. And I'm Gelada. And we're going to do a little bit of a introspection episode today. Mm. Uh, we've recently released our episode featuring the Code First Girls team, uh, which we were really, really proud of and we think went really well and it's had some great reception. So we thought it might be worth us talking about sort of the behind the scenes of it a little bit, like mm. some of the um, the background of it and how it came to be and sort of some of the work we put into kind of creating it because it's definitely outside our usual box of what we do, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. You know, we've sort of, we've definitely done some little bits and pieces with technology in general and we've had guests on the show before as well. But the Code First Girls episode was a little bit of a combination of both um, and also there was a little bit more organisation involved yeah, it was just a sort of slightly different approach in the way that we handled it. It all started actually because we had previously posted or retweeted um, a tweet from Code First Girls. And as we mentioned in the show, the connection sort of and why we why we retweeted something from CFG is because Elle Chesters, who's been on the show before, um, is also involved in Code First Girls. She's an instructor for them. Um, and so there's sort of a connection there. And also on a professional level, um, personally, hence um, Lizzie being on the show, um, I know about Code First Girls through work. And so it wasn't Code First Girls that reached out. It was actually Code First Girls PR team who reached out um, and funnily enough, our email address wasn't on the website, <laughs> so they had to email my work email because they could. That was the only way they could find to contact. Which is us. interesting because that shows that there was some serious level of interest. It wasn't just a throwing emails out to the wind and seeing what comes back. They Absolutely. had to kind of hunt your re- work email down just to get in touch with you. I don't imagine it was particularly difficult, but it was more than just a here's an email. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, at the, at the end of the day, everyone knows, like, we're not the biggest podcast in the world. Um, so, you know, anything that, that really comes up that we get contacted about, you know, it, we, we jump on, you know, it's, yeah, it's a great opportunity for us to sort of further our skills um, and do some interesting shows and kind of see what sort of reception we get out of it. And, you know, even though we are what two we're actually two years into to this mm. uh, little project uh, and you know but we're still really very flexible about what the show is right like we're, yeah. we're not really sort of like super in love with any particular you know we, we're not super set in stone about how it is we've definitely found sort of our rhythm as it were mm, but yes. we, we're still kind of flexible with different things like we try it we're willing to try new projects and this was definitely one of those so this was, like you say, a little bit more organisational. There was more of a goal with it going in. Like the idea obviously was for us to get a little bit extra publicity for ourselves because obviously it's a well-known organisation with a big following. But then at the same time, it also helps promote something that we talked about in the past and related kind of hmm. related topics. But then on the flip side of that, it was also a positive thing for uh, Cofus Girls as a whole because it, it's good PR for them. It's good uh, exposure for them. So it, it really was a win-win for everyone in this instance. Hmm. There was a lot of luck on our side because I know Lizzie and she's an instructor. That was definitely a sort of unique piece for them, combining um, Amali from CFG as their CEO and then Lizzie as an instructor. Um, I think that was sort of really key for them um, and also something that we could kind of uniquely offer. Um, because when we think about the episodes that we do as Oxal FM, we try and think about like what is our unique offering about this episode? What is mm-hmm. like particularly unique about our take on whatever it is we're talking about? Sometimes that's not super obvious or there may not even be anything. It may just be that we just want to talk about something. But in this case, it was a particular sort of unique offering. 
And I feel like we've really grown and learned from from that too. Mm. I was maybe a little bit apprehensive about it because it was kind of serious almost. Like it wasn't, mm. you know, work serious, but I mean, it was probably the most serious thing we've done so far with the podcast because for the most part, it's just two friends chatting about stuff we, we like and we're interested mm. in. Whereas this, we sort of had not an obligation, but we'd agreed to an obligation to some extent. You know, we, we weren't being paid at all, but it was certainly, we could just go, yeah, whatever. Like we had to be quite serious about it. There's an expectation, right? Like, yeah, I think that's probably a better word, the, expectation rather yeah. than obligation. So that gave me a little bit of like, oh God, can we do this? Like, are we in over our heads? But ended up working out really well. Like, I think we did a great job of planning it, but not over planning it. And we were flexible enough with our scheduling and their scheduling that it came together very easily when it did happen. Like the whole, the day itself when we recorded was really seamless. Like it was surprisingly easy, which is really good. Yeah, it was. Well, maybe and on your end, actually, now I think about it. It wasn't too bad, apart from the freezing cold room we were in. Yeah. But it was, <laughs> it was, it was mostly fine. And it's thinking about the sort of that feeling, that kind of imposter syndrome, right? Like as a podcast, as a small podcast, we, we have that imposter syndrome. But when you actually think about us from the outside and, and not to kind of like toot our own horn a little bit, but we do take the podcast quite relatively seriously even if at the same time we also just have fun with it we're still serious about our schedule and about you know getting the show out on time and editing it well and having high production quality and thinking about the show and you know the structure and the duration and stuff like that like we're very very organized with it in that sense and i think that is what gave us the um the stature to to pull this off and there was also, even from a technical point of view as well, um, it was we we actually there was quite a lot of pre work involved because we were having Amali on, and like she's a very busy person and she wears a lot of hats and has a lot of stuff to do. Mm. Uh, so we didn't we really didn't want to go through the process that we've gone through before with guests, where it's like, okay, well, you need to install something to record at your end, and you know, send us a copy of the sample audio and make sure that you know this is right and that is right. We really needed it to be seamless so that so that the recording session would be quick. You know, no one would feel like they're sort of under pressure or there are any problems on the day. You know, this because there was a lot of planning involved. We really didn't want it to go wrong. Um, so we evaluated a whole bunch of different um, tools, for the podcast tools for recording um, high quality remote you know, recordings that we can then sync up with very little effort on behalf of the guest. Uh, we actually used a thing called Cast in the end, definitely not sponsored because I, I'm not in love with it. <laughs> yeah, but we you, tried you had a, a bit of problems with it, didn't you? We had problems with everything that we tried. Uh, we also tried Zencaster. Is it Zencaster was the other yeah, one? Yeah, it was Zencaster. Um, that just was terrible because the audio drifted in and out of sync all the time. Um, so that was just completely useless. Cast was better, but, you know, still had some problems of its own. But, you know, it did pay off that research because actually Cast was on the day was completely seamless for what yeah. we needed it to do. Um, and... You know, having four people on the show was a, was a first for us as well. You know, so there were a lot of firsts with that episode, even though it probably seemed to you, the listener, as sort of like, you know, you probably thought, oh, that was a good episode. But you didn't necessarily think like, oh, a lot must have gone into mm. that. But this episode was has been in the planning since the end of July. Mm. So, you know, pretty much two months to the date of release. There was a lot involved, um, but we had a, a huge amount of fun. And it's sort of, it's not necessarily from a topic point of view it's not something that we want to turn the show into like we're still very much about just 
any topic that interests us is the thing you know we're not sort of like chasing well because this went well we're going to like only do that kind of thing from now on but the style of the fact that we like got a couple of people on and you know we talked about something that's a little bit different but we're sort of you know we're really about kind of exposing people to different um subjects and you know falling back on stuff that we find interesting you know so it's sort of a not a sign of things to come but just you know something that we're very proud of and something that i think that you know we didn't necessarily think that stuff like this would come up when we started you know we restarted the podcast but it's something that we're sort of really trying to embrace and 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 work hard at it's definitely like a showcase for us now to point to to say we did Mm. this thing and it was really good and we're quite proud of it both to other people but also to ourselves so maybe that will help reduce that imposter syndrome as you say a little bit in future yeah so if maybe another opportunity comes up where we have the opportunity to do something maybe a little bit more big a little bit more serious we will be able to yeah of course we can do that why couldn't we do that we did we did the other thing exactly so yeah no but it was a really good experience like i don't want to go into too much detail about it because you can listen to the episode itself and get a gauge fit now that you've heard all <laughs> what we've said so that was a subtle plug um but yeah, no, I, I'm really proud of it and I'm glad that we did it. Yeah, me too. Definitely. It was really good. So yeah, hopefully this has sort of been a little bit of an interesting insight into into what went on with that episode and the podcast in general, really, you know, sort of like about how we structure things and the sort of the things that we're thinking about and the way that we organize it. Yeah. Because there is a little bit more going into it than you think. It's not just sit down and chat. <laughs> <laughs> Although it is quite a lot of that <laughs> well that's more, that's what this is really that's what soundbite is for the most absolutely part, that's yeah definitely. Uh, main episodes are usually a little bit more structured than that definitely and in fact here's some more here's another behind the scenes uh, little snippet as we hit stop on this uh, record for this soundbite we're about to start planning the next episode so mm, that's kind that's of the uh, plan. that's that's how this works but yeah so we hope you've enjoyed our little peek behind the curtain, as it were. And again, another big thank you to uh, to Kofos Girls and Absolutely. to uh, everyone that helped us with it. Yes, definitely. Huge thank you to everyone involved. And uh, catch us again for another Octal FM soundbite very soon.